Well. What is up, everybody? Took last week off. You know what I mean? Celebrated the holidays, was home with my family, did very little work. I hope you guys sing along when you hear this. Come on, it's so fucking good. This is what you need to take you into that new year. A little Rufus. Shaka I hope you can hear those beautiful pipes bringing you into 2018. Lots of good things coming up, guys. This should be the theme for your entire year. Tell me something good. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, can you tell that my uh, phone is linked up to the Bluetooth? Because you just heard a text come through. Uh, so. What's going on? Fairly normal. We're here. Uh, today on the show, a lot of things we want to talk about. I want to give you my latest pet peeve. I would like to talk to you about a bummer that malls are closing, stores are closing. It's really a bummer, guys. Look, I know it's easier. To shop online, but come on, man. Uh, I'll talk to you about uh, <laughs> how I approach movies and music and, and basically the arts and why people think I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> First, I want to talk to you guys about 2018. 2017 was, for me, uh, a year of self-discovery. It was a year of, um, and this is mostly, not, I wouldn't even say that true, actually. Um, it was a year for me of, like, really taking a deeper look of who I am, what I like to do, what I'm willing to put up with where my lines are, uh, who my friends are, a lot of self-discovery. It wasn't, and the self-discovery happened in my, um, oh, good one. Next song by the police. Oh no, that's not what I wanted. It can't do that. It went, it went past it. What the fuck? All right. We hit shuffle again. The police somehow jumped off there. But even better, Willie the Wimp by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Guys, fuck, Stevie Ray Vaughan. 
Here's the difference between Stevie Ray Vaughan and Joe Bonarosa. Bonam Bonamassa, Bonamusa, Bonam. This dude who's a sick ass guitar player, uh, who's currently out there and is like the owner of the world's greatest collection of guitars and just a master. But I don't feel his music. I felt Stevie Ray. This dude dripping his fucking passion and his life out of that guitar. Ooh. But here's what I'll tell you about 2018. 2017. So for me, business-wise, it was the best and worst year I've had in a long time. Um, and as usual, start the best because that's what I, how I like to start things off on the positive. Best because, like I said, I really discovered a lot about myself. On stage, I discovered a lot what I do well, who I am. I know you guys are like, you've been doing this a long fucking time. I know. But because the bad was happening, it forced the good. Right? So the good was the self-discovery, the coming back in and going, wait, wait, who are you? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do well? What do you like to do? Who the fuck are you? Um, the road, as much as I like it, had um, had messed with my who am I a little bit because I started to rely on tricks to get laughs. And this is not that I was cheating anybody on the road, not that I wasn't funny. I just wasn't challenging myself. It's not something that you, people who came to see me would notice. Uh, anybody who's come to see me, whether it's at a show that's sold out with 500 people or, I'm doing a, again, going back to what this year, I've done some shows with some light fucking tickets. You guys who know who've come to those small shows, I'm not cheating anybody, right? So you're not getting cheated. But for me, self-discovery, going back to who I am, really rededicating myself to my craft and setting goals, which is something that I had, you know, forgot to do in 2017. Because if I'm being honest with you, fuck, I thought between... After Chelsea, Shark After Dark, and my show, right? I'm like, oh, this is a good little resume. I've shown that I can do my own show. I've shown that I can be... I thought, honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I thought somebody would offer me a show that I could host. doesn't have to be a late night show. I'd even do a fucking game show. I just thought something's going to happen. And I didn't really set the goals. And it was my worst year professionally uh, in a long time. Now, when I mean that, I mean monetarily. I don't mean the way I felt about my art. Quite the opposite. Because um, my ticket sales dropped. Because um, I wasn't in as high a demand. It really made me look at myself. And it made me, um, when I got on stage, just be like, start to think, okay, what? where did everybody go? Like, why is this year? I'm better now than I've ever been. Why is this year... Um, why is this year not as good and, and, and good? Like when I say good, I mean like money and visibility and all that shit. Uh, and, and some of it I think is just, look, I'm a f firm believer in hard work and it's not that I wasn't working hard, I work really hard, but you have to have focus and you have to have a goal. I really believe that you want a goal to come true. You better fucking think what that goal is because you need to be pushing towards something. So I've really refocused myself this year and I've, I've reminded myself 
Guys, you know, one of the reasons that on shows that I've been on, where they have me host, one of the reasons I do weird shit like light myself on fire, eat cockroaches, get stabbed, is because I like to challenge myself. I like to push myself past my comfort levels. I like to feel like I'm experiencing some new things. I, I like to... Oh, come on, everybody. We're going a little old school here. Started with Shock and Rufus. We went to Steve Ray Vaughn. Is that Janis Joplin I hear? You know the fuck it is. Peace of my heart, everybody. Janis Joplin. Come on. Uh. So good. Um, so yeah. So that's what I, I've dedicated myself to do this year. I, I've gone back to goals. Um, I wrote it down you know, on a piece of paper that I look at every day when I sit down at my desk. And um, I, I just have to hit them. The worst thing you can do is lie to yourself, write down goals and not do them. So I need to be dedicated to them, like I've always said. And I need, I'm, I'm using 2018 to challenge myself into doing things that I'm not generally comfortable doing. Um, and that doesn't have to mean like, I'm going to fucking jump out of a plane. It could be, honestly, for me, little things like, look, when I'm out, like last night, I did Doug Loves Movies with uh, Michael Cutlets and Jessamay Peluso, and my wife was there, and Michael's wife, Rachel, was there, who both, by the way, amazing women who are phenomenal writers, the two of them. Rachel uh, wrote her first novel recently, which is, from what I understand, a fucking home run. And Beth's movie, you know, she's a writer and director. Her movie comes out January 19th. I just wanted to give them a couple of little plugs, but, you know, normally... For me, a goal could be, look, guys, when I'm out in public, I don't like to have my phone up. I don't, uh, it can be little shit like that. You don't have to like, I'm gonna run into a room full of white people and scream cracker. Well, that wouldn't do anything. By the way, guys, I, I find it super funny. The wave of people, white people who are like, that's racist. That bothers me. If you're white and the word cracker really bothers, does the word cracker really bother you? Does it really bother you? Come on. This is so crazy. We've talked about white privilege on here before. And I think white privilege, like global warming, if people use as blanket statements, and if they can find one example that it's not real, then they just assume the whole thing isn't real. Yeah. Uh, look, you know what white privilege is? There isn't one word that you could call me that's going to bother me. Cracker? Okay. Whitey? Sure. You could call me a kike, too. That doesn't, uh, you can't call me a name that's going to bother me. You really can't. You can't. But the white privilege comes from that. Like, now, like I've said it before, not everybody who's white gets white privilege. You grow up in a town full of all poor white people, ain't nobody getting that white privilege. Not a person. Um, but yeah, challenge, you know me, guys. I'm all over the place. I don't even know how I got on that topic. Challenge yourself. That's what I'm going to ask you guys to do in 2018. Challenge yourself. You know, there's one person who listens to this podcast and has listened to all the shit I've done for years. A, a woman named Patty. 
Johnson and uh, Patty tweets me her she got decided to get in shape in 2017 and it's fucking kicking ass kicking ass and I love to see that I love to see as small as this little podcast is I love to see that it makes a difference so what I'm gonna ask you guys to do this year is to fucking challenge yourselves challenge yourselves super important because at the end of the day uh if you don't challenge yourself look if you love your life and you don't want anything different and don't change anything oh guys future when i was broke you guys listen to future at all i really like future you know jacob has turned me on to a bunch of these younger artists but this future album is really fucking good really good uh but yeah guys so here's what i would ask you to do much like patty sends me you know her workout updates i want to see your goals i want to see your goals and here's a really important thing don't write down goals that are so far out of there that you know you're going to last maybe two weeks then you're going to feel bad about yourself you're going to feel fucking bad about yourself because you're going to lie to yourself you're going to break a promise to yourself start small and if you break your goals guess what then you feel better You're like, man, I fucking crushed that goal. I'm going next. So whatever your goal is, whether it's personal, whether it's business, whether it's mental, spiritual, whatever the fuck it is, whether it's you want to open three doors for people a day, you know, and I want to pay it forward. Set yourself a goal, but challenge yourself. Get outside of there. If you're a white person, no, I'm sorry. If you're a straight person who's never met like a gay person and you're scared, they're everywhere. Go sit down and have lunch with them. Chat it up. Whatever you're scared of, jump into that shit. Let's challenge ourselves. You scared to jump out of a plane? I am. I'll go with you. I'm scared fuck to jump out of a plane. I hate heights. I'm scared like a mu- I think that if I was in a plane, no joke, not kidding here. If I was in a plane and they opened that door, pretty sure I would have a heart attack. Maybe not a heart attack, but I would faint. Next thing I know, I'd be fucking flying in the air. I want to do it still. I'm so fucking scared of it. I still want to do it. Why? Because just like eating a cockroach. It sounded terrible, and it was. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Getting stabbed, not great. Getting lit on fire. How fun was that? Push it, everybody. You know what I would challenge some of you to do? Get on stage. Go to an open mic. Get on stage. Oh, you never feel so free unless you eat shit. And then you'll never feel so bad. But then you'll wake up the next day and you know what? You'll be like, I just humiliated myself and I'm alive. Everything's okay. You push, you find, you, you see that you push yourself and you're still alive. Risk reward. You got to keep pushing yourself. One of those times you're going to push yourself and it's, some shit's going to work. You'll be like, damn, that was fucking great. Risk reward, everybody. Nobody's ever going to make fun of you for trying. Try something new. Let's go. 2018. Let's go. I know everybody's like, 2018, I'm going to do this and this and this. Set it. Set those goals. But don't go crazy. Start small. Hit that goal every day. Boom. Come March. You me running this fucking place. Van Halen. You really got me. One of my favorite songs to play with a band. You really got me now. You 
Okay, one last one. Here we go. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, that's my wife. I just totally turned off her phone call. She's going to call me back, too. And I'm going to have to tell her that I am doing the podcast and uh, to stop calling me. I mean, she knows I'm doing the podcast. She left and I was doing the podcast. That doesn't concern her. She'll still call. This was one of my favorite songs. I love it. If I play with the goddamn comedy jam again, I think I would do this song. There's a bunch of them I would like to do, but this is a fucking killer. Guys, pet peeve. This happens at the gym, and this is something I do to myself. But sweating, if you have like a sweaty shirt or a wet shirt, and you lean your back against the chair when you're like driving home in your car, Oh, I hate that. I hate that almost as much as if your sock is really dry, your foot is really dry, and you slip it into your sock. (gasps) That feeling of your dry foot on a sock, and then your foot slipping around inside of the sock. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. My cousin Gary has that same problem. Uh, Oh, my fucking God. That My cousin Gary was in Nice Guys. He's the bartender that Russell Crowe slammed his head down on the bar. Anyways, uh, the fucking dry foot into the sock and then it slips around in the sock. In the, oh, but the wet shirt happened today because I not, I forget. And by the way, I know people who come to my shows think that I change my shirts and shit because I'm some sort of prima donna. I have an alter ego, everybody, called Sweaty Guy. And Sweaty Guy, he he rules the roost, man, when I'm out in public. So I have to change my shirt a lot. Um, But yeah, those are the two pet peeves of today. And I love this song. Who Makes Your Money by Spoon? You guys listen to Spoon? I mean, you gotta like Spoon a little, right? I forgot the microphone was so far away from the music, you probably weren't even hearing it before. Uh. Um. So, I told you I was gonna talk about my love for diners, but first, I have, I had some Chinese food. Uh, three days ago. And by the way, this may be why I had to cancel. I had to cancel my set at the comedy store on New Year's Eve because, look, guys, I've had to run off stage once to poop. It was after I had come back from the Dominican. And I had a crazy, I had that crazy parasite that I told you guys about where I lost all that fucking weight. And uh, I was on stage and I told the person who was opening for me, I was like, hey, listen, there's a chance I'm up to shit. And I just need you to stay by the side of the stage. And I might have to walk off in the middle set. You better just save some material. So I was probably like 20 or 30 minutes into my set. And it just, it was fast and furious. It was total Vin Diesel. And I just was like, hey, everybody, I got to go. I'll be back hopefully in 10 minutes. You know how embarrassing it is? 
to stand in front of a room full of people and tell them that you have uncontrollable diarrhea and you'll be back in 10 minutes to entertain them? I mean, <laughs> holy shit. It is a special kind of humiliation reserved for those of us who do this job. But yeah, but I've always said the best Chinese places, I don't like those fancy ass valet. I don't need a valet. I need a strip mall or I need a dirty ass joint in San Francisco. Every Chinese food, if your Chinese food place has an A in the window, I'm not eating there. The Chinese food place look like, it should look like it's gonna be the most authentic experience you're ever gonna have. It should look like this is gonna be the best food you're gonna have or you're gonna have explosive diarrhea for a month. It should look like one of those two things. There should be a little Chinese boy doing his homework near the cash register. There should be an old like grandma uh, just sitting there too, you know, doing whatever, maybe knitting or, or reading, not doing much of anything. Uh, and then there should be another like older, uh, Chinese kid who's in the family who like, does, he's the only one who speaks English cause he goes to the uh, American schools. That's what the fucking restaurant should be. There should be only Chinese people in there. Y you shouldn't be able to read the fucking menu and you should be like, Hey, you know, and they shouldn't really understand you. That's good Chinese food. Or that'll make you shit for 20 days. One or the other. And I'm on board for the risk because the reward is so good. When that Chinese food is good, oh my God, it's so good. It's so fucking good. But yeah, they should serve things that in that restaurant that they you've never seen on a menu before. Do you know, you know what I mean? Like the, it should be really just you're like so butterfly lips. What are those? How do you catch so many butterflies? I didn't know they had lips. You made a sandwich out of them? Okay, I'll try it. Like, it should be like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but, come on, everybody. This is, I also so desperately want to see this guy in concert. It's the one I missed. Eric Church, everybody. And I know people who are dedicated to this guy know that he's a fucking monster on stage. But he's, his music is so good. But I've never seen anybody look change so differently. Whoa, who am I to talk? What the fuck? I was about to say. Year. Uh. Yeah, Record Year by Eric Church. I was going to say, I've never seen anybody's look change so desperately with a hat and sunglasses. But who the fuck am I to talk? I wear a hat all the time. But he looked like a different person pre-hat and sunglasses. I also... The one thing I'm not sure about in 2018, guys, I talked a big game in November, but I'm pretty fucking done with my hat. I'm having a record year. I'm just done wearing a hat. Just fucking done with it. But I tried it one day and people were like, I don't like that shit at all. One day. So maybe I'll just have to go and maybe just somehow do like an every other day thing let's ease everybody into it a day a week but i'm tired guys i'm tired of the hat i'm tired of sweaty guy you wonder why i wear black t-shirts all the time i have a closet full of shit that i love that i can only wear around the house i can wear it in public if i'm doing if i just go to ralph's or whatever ralph's a supermarket but like i can't hop on stage can't do a podcast in the fuck i always have to wear nine layers and then i sweat through that shit too Anyways, 2018, we're going to try to do the hat and we're going to try to get rid of sweaty guy.
Just fuck that dude. Fuck sweaty guy. Oh, but when you guys see me on stage, man, if you're like, that dude always wears a black shirt. Who's you think he's Johnny Cash? No, he's sweaty guy. Oh, and it's, it was bad. And I feel bad for people like in the meet and greet lines. You know what I mean? That's why I always go back and change. People are like, you're fucking changing. You're going you know, to costume change, Mariah. I'm like, no, I'm not Mariah. I'm sweaty guy. Show some, put some respect on that. Um, but man, being in LA reminds me how much I miss like a, a good, authentic, just mom and pop diner. Not like a Mel's diner. We got Mel's diner here. But again, the same thing with the Chinese food where you walk in, you're like, oh, I could, I could really be in the bathroom for two hours or this is going to be the best food I ever had. I like that. I like the mom and pop place. But I like I miss a little mom and pop diner. For some reason that bacon is extra good. Extra good. Uh, uh everybody, Tupac. Beth's home. Hey babe. It's called It Ain't Easy. Tupac. Oh. These old school beats are so fucking good. Huh. You want me to sing along this? Two childhood friends just died. I couldn't cry. A damn shame when we ever change in what remains from a 12 gauge to the brain. Arguments with my boo, it's true. Come on, you don't know? You don't think I know? I know. I know. You don't think I know? You guys reach out to Ben Glebe online. Tell him I'm ready to challenge him. He thinks he can beat me in some sort of rap off. Are you kidding me? Diners and Chinese food 2018. Let's do it. Last two things I want to talk to you guys about, man. I think it's a damn shame how many malls are going to be closing down. I know it's easier to shop on Amazon. I know it's easier to shop on all, all the sites. Maybe even a little cheaper. But guys, do we want to be a country with no, no storefronts? Do we want to be a country just with delivery trucks and restaurants? You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I get it, it's easier. I get it, I get it, it's easier. Is it better for all of us? Is it better for all of us? Is all of us sitting at our computers ordering shit? Is that better for all of us? Or if we all kind of bit the bullet and paid an extra dollar, went out in public and saw other people? I mean, I just don't know what's going to happen because eventually... Everything is going to just happen on your computer. What's going to happen to these people who want a storefront, who want a business? I never felt bad for Macy's before. I know they're making plenty of money, but shit, guys. I, the mall, when I was growing up, man, with the roller skating rink, shh, that's where you went and met your buddies. And you, uh, you, you never did couple skate? Where are people going to couple skate? Where are they going to get their Wetzel's pretzels? Fuck on Annie's. On Annie's, you hear me? On Annie's doesn't touch Wetzel's pretzels. You can eat eat dicks, everybody. Um Yeah. Where's everybody gonna get their Wetzels? What's Mrs. Fields gonna do? She gonna have to hit the streets and start selling crack? Come on. Hot dog on a stick? What are we doing at Zara? They just gonna do what are they what Zara, what are the people of Zara gonna do? The mall guy, the malls, it's, it's such an integral part of our society. I know people are like, fuck it, who cares? I care. 
I care. It's where a group of people get together, where there's a lot, you know, it's nice to get out amongst a group of people, be with people. Get out of the house. Come on. And fuck it. By the way, I think you guys heard me before. I, I've stopped doing business. Now, there's some places that I can't stop doing business with. It's just there's some places where I was like, I can either do business here or this place where actual people answer the phone. I go with the people where the people are answering the phone. People. I'm not a stockholder there. I don't give a fuck. I want you to hire a person to do that job. A fucking person. Because at the end of the day, by the time we get through with your press two for and three, if you've done this, press one, if you, and then you get to the person, and then you got to tell them all the information you just fucking entered anyways. So just get me the person. Get me the fucking person. It's so much better. And when you say it into the phone, I know it's been on every movie and every TV show where, you know, the, the automated whatever, they don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, because they're not fucking people. Let's get some people. How hard is it for you to hire 15 people, you multi-billion dollar conglomerate? Eat dicks. Come on, everybody. We need people. I want, And not only that, look, I think it's great to have a call center where... If I'm calling from somewhere and I speak Indian and we need, and they're like, well, we don't have, well, they got somebody speaks Indian. Great. But I, if I'm calling, I would also like to call a place where the people understand what I'm saying. And don't call me racist or prejudiced. Fuck you. I'm calling from America to an American company. There should be somebody there who understands what I'm saying. That's not a ridiculous thing to say. It's not. And they're outsourcing because it's cheaper. Oh, my favorite Weezer album. My name is Jonas. Thanks for all you showed us. This is how we feel. We saw these guys. I think it was at the Roxy or the Whiskey, one or the other. My brothers and I went, and um, it was, they had, what is this? I think the the Green Album was about to come out. And so they hadn't done anything in a little bit, and they came out to play live. And they just played this album from the first track to the last, straight through, at the Roxy or the Whiskey. And there was like, I don't know. What's their fit there? 300 people? 400 people? It was so fucking good. They just crushed it. And this song just was... Made the hair on my arms raise. It was so good. Um, But yeah, guys. I'm not for the uh, closing of what I consider to be America. Get out of your house. Yeah, you buy, I understand buying some shit if it's way cheaper, but get out of the house. Let's not make all these clothes, all these stores close. Come on, everybody. It's the meeting points of America. We don't have fast food places anymore. Then malls go, then when? where's everybody going to meet up? Where's that spot, that meeting spot? Where? Come on. Get out of the house at least once. At least split it 50-50. Lastly, 
So a couple people have been uh, critical, to say the least, of how I view movies and music and TV shows and how it seems like I'm easy and I like everything. And yeah, because here's the deal, guys, I'm not dumb. I'm not like those. Everything is good. I I get it, but I don't go out of my way to tell people how shit. When I describe something like a movie or something I've seen, or if I go into a movie, or hear a new album, or watch a new TV show, it's got to be so bad. Because what I will say, I know a lot of people when they go in and watch things, they think, "Alright." I'm looking for things that I don't like. That's kind of how they approach art. What don't I like? You know what I mean? Everybody goes in a critic. What don't I like? What 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 didn't I like? What what could be better? And I go in like hey. When I walk out I'm looking for the things that I like. Do you know why? Because who likes, isn't it more fun to talk about the things that you, ugh. Fat Bottom Girls, Queen. We'll get some classic rock in this bitch tonight. But isn't it better to talk about shit you like? That's what I never understood. So you're going to be a critic, and you're going to go in with your arms crossed. And be like, I didn't. You'll walk out and be like, this is what I didn't like. No, this is what I fucking loved. This is what I liked. This is what I liked. Let's get that out first. This is what I liked. Oh, this was so good. Oh, did you see that explosion? I don't know how they did that shit. Was that a real spaceship? You know what I mean? This is what I liked. That, that fucking CGI was crazy. They were, that car chase was nuts. This part was funny. Whatever. Let's find the good, man. I just don't understand what people's obsession with shit is. With feeling shitty, with saying shitty things, with negativity. What's the obsession? I do understand. Look, nothing motivates anybody more than fear. Love doesn't motivate like fear does. Fear fear and hate, those are the motivations. Those are really rile people up. Love does too, but not like hate. Ugh. So it gets a reaction. But guys, let's try to motivate people the other way. Through positivity. And listen, again, I'm not some kumbaya dickhead. That's not my thing. It isn't. I think everybody should love each other is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. There's a lot of people you don't have to love. Tolerate. Respect. That's it. Positive, guys. Positive. It doesn't mean everything's great. doesn't mean bury your head in the sand. Positive. What are the solutions? How are we going to fix this moving forward? Positive. 2018, I'm very excited about. Also, the last thing I want to say is I have a closet full of fairly normal shirts, fairly normal hats. I got a couple of books. I got some koozies. I've just got some swag that I've collected over the years from events I've gone to. I'm going to start giving them away. I'm not going to sell them. I don't want to do that shit. So I'm going to start giving it all away. I just want to know what you guys think the best way is. I would love to do like some sort of competition every podcast. 
or maybe I'll do it on Twitter or on Instagram or I'm open to suggestions. Um, I'm going to have a buddy of mine on on Friday on this show. Big weed guy, farmer. He used to grow bugs. You heard me. Another song I would love to sing with a goddamn comedy jam. Fat Bottom Girls. All right, everybody, keeping them short, set your goals, challenge yourself, let's do this shit, I'm excited for 2018, I love you, we'll talk to you soon.